know everybody been waiting on that baby, man. I mean, it like Harrison, baby, on baby drop, man. Ever like, since, baby, you know, baby, oh, nobody drop shit. Let's go. Ha. I needed some shit with some bobbins. Let's go. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good pussy. Fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits. I'm a hot nigga. Oh, you asking for pictures with niggas? What's your name? Get the fuck out the spot, nigga. I'm trying to figure which deal I'm going to take. Uh-huh. I woke up a couple meal on my plate. Let's eat. I'm investing in real and estate. Uh-huh. I just went and gave my mama a hundred. Uh-huh. Probably won't hit me open my mouth. Bless you hear me talking about finding some money. Let's go. As soon as I found that, I flipped that. Flip. I'm a little bit different. They get it. They no, I'm stiff on the bitches. She dig. Trying to find out why baby ain't all in the mentions. Uh. No, she ain't get no DM from me. Bitch. This rich nigga dick, it ain't free. She be throwing that at you, she good at it. Turn around when we fuck, make a look at it. Uh, she like, ha. Mm-hmm. I needed some shit with some bobbins. Let's go. Uh, I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving, that whip had a cop in it. Okay. My bitch got good pussy, fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. Mm-hmm. I got me a milli, I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits, I'm a hot dick. I'm on other docks than a motherfucker. Hey, when you gon' switch the flow? I thought you never asked. Niggas ain't fucking with me and ain't about what the fuck they be rapping about. What they look scary, yeah, but to each his own, nigga. Uh, if you like it, I love it, no big. No that boy say he get money. Oh, really? How much they just cut you a check for a million? I'm going back to Cali like big. Go back. About to go get a pound just to smoke. I smoke. They told me to come work on my album. I'm trying to go find out the price on the boat. Okay. My little bitch act like Megan the style. She get her with nasty. She driving the boat. Drive the boat. All this shit that they making be born. There be something to buy while I ride with the pole. Here you go. Uh, okay. okay. I needed some shit with some bobbins. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good pussy. Fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits. I'm a hot nigga. I'm hot. Like this shit for like, you know, the sophisticated ratchet hoes, you know. The ones that go to work by day then. You know, dance in the mirror by night. Ha! I needed some shit with some okay, let's go. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving, that whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good pussy, fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli, I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits, I'm a hot nigga. Oh, you asking for pictures with niggas? What's your name? Get the fuck out the spot, nigga. I'm trying to figure which deal I'ma take. Uh-huh. I woke up a couple meal on my that ain't the baby, that's my baby. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? It's your girl Breezy. It's your girl Jazzy J. And we back at it. We back at it with another one. Shit, I'm lost count of the episode, but y'all can see, y'all can keep track of it. You know, um, we got a we got a nice little episode coming at y'all. It's been a minute, but just know that we always in the works and we always keeping keeping uh, the fresh ideas coming and. Working on Blase Blase and keeping y'all in tune with what's going on. So this episode here, um, we're gonna have to talk about T.I. on Oh Lord. I mean we're gonna get into that. We're gonna I'm, I'm gonna save all remarks about um TI when we start that segment, but recently he has um struck the media with his comments he's made about his eighteen year old daughter's hymen, her virginity. Um we'll get into that. Uh we're also gonna get into uh there's been a Decatur mom. I'm gonna look her her name up. I forget her name right now. But she was arrested for whooping her first grade son. She pulled up to the school with her friend and she thought she was cute and she thought she was gonna show out because her son was showing out and her ass ended up in jail. Uh, so we're gonna talk about that and it, to me it was more so it was more so the verbal abuse uh, that was behind the video. So we're, we're going to get into that. And we're also going to talk about uh, when it comes to uh, relationships, you know, we always got to throw in that relationship topic. Uh, so you know how the husband is always expected to put his wife before his mother, before everything, everybody. If his wife's not okay, he ain't, he ain't doing right. 
So when it comes to the woman, when it comes to her, is she expected to put her husband before her kids and everybody else, or does the kids come first? And we're going to get into that. Um, I think it's an interesting topic and some of the comments behind it as well. Um, And I think it all boils down to basically really how you grew, grew up, honestly. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So, y'all go ahead, sit back, roll up, pull up, do what you got to do, and uh, get ready, get ready for a very, very hot episode. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? So uh, we're going to go ahead and get this segment started off. And uh, this segment here is going to be about Mr. T.I., T.I.P., King of the South, himself, Mr. Rubber Band Man. T.I., he is a pillar to the community, especially down here in Atlanta. Um, great artist. Uh, T.I., is a family man. If you know you watch all the hip hop of Atlanta and follow him on social media, we also know Ti is human and he's a dumbass at times. Um, so, when it comes to what has recently steamed behind Ti, um, Ti was on Angela Yee's Lip Service podcast and. He made some comments about how he takes his daughter to the gynecologist and goes with her for her checkups um, to make sure that she is remaining a virgin. He goes with her to get her hymen checked. If, and, I mean, he went as far as to saying if she's okay with him going into the room, he will go into the room with her. Um, I... Jazzy, what do you think? <laughs> uh, first of all, um, my first response to that, my first thought to that was, well, is he taking his sons, like, making precautionary steps, you know, towards making sure his sons aren't having sex as much as he's, you know, into making sure his daughter's not. I never, I think a lot of people, for one, kind of misconstrued it in the sense of, like, he's going in the room or something with her. I never thought that. I thought that would just be, like, completely, like, disturbing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely was just like, well, dang, like, you take her every year to go get her hymen checked? Like, I feel like, I think about how I would feel if I was her, you know, myself, like, damn, like, you really taking me to the doctor every year to make sure something, like, you don't trust me and the person that you raised? Well, from what I understood was, um, I guess he had some deal with his daughter that if she remains a virgin until she's 21, he'll pay her out a million dollars. Um, so that, I guess, was his reasoning behind doing these routine checkups with his daughter. No. <laughs> what, Jazz? <laughs> because you instantly... <laughs> so what, Jazz? What? <laughs> What's your thoughts behind that? Why Why does my father have to pay me out for my virginity? It's just kind of weird to me in general. Like, I guess, like, I mean, a million dollars is a million dollars, I suppose. But it's just slightly just, I don't know, like, are you are you doing doing the same thing for your sons? Like I said, are you paying them out a million dollars to stay virgins? Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I never liked the whole necessary treat the girls so much differently than you treat your son. Don't get me wrong. I don't want neither one of my children out here having sex at all until they're what I feel like is of age and maturity to be able to be able to even handle that. And I don't think that I'm going to be any less tougher on my son than my daughter. Cause at the end of the day, I don't want neither one of y'all out here bringing no babies home or bringing, you know, anything home in that, in that sense nowadays. I definitely agree. Um, I, one of my first thoughts uh, was kind of along the lines as yours as well. Like, okay, while your son is on Instagram with nail polish and skirts and shit on, 
what are you doing to make sure he's protecting himself? Um, and it's such a double standard that I can't stand because dads with their sons is like, oh, yeah, here's some condoms, you know, go get your dick wet. But with your daughter, you want to protect and keep her virginity like it's yours. Like, it, it's that's just awkward to me. Yeah, it's in just a, sense, a little awkward. And like, in a sense, like, just, you know, it's okay to be protective of your daughter and make sure she is treating herself well and like and honestly one of my first thoughts was is oh shit she out here sucking some good ass dick probably oh my god look if she not able to get have vaginal sex i'm pretty sure she out here deep throating some shit well wait a minute why does she have to be what Because, I mean, what? with that type of stress being, I mean, come on She now. might if just she, not genuinely want to have sex with no little boys right now. I but again, at that age, like, I what? mean, that's fine. But again, this isn't something she wants her dad like, hey, dad, let's make a deal. I'll keep my virginity and you give me a million dollars. Her dad's like, no, nah, I pay you a million dollars to keep your virginity till you're 21. I think it was very, don't get me wrong. It was, it was definitely weird of T.I. in itself in that type of sense, but I don't think that's what I'm saying, that you have to pay me out, Dad, to be, you know, stay a virgin. Like, I'm going to stay a virgin as long as I'm, you know, unwilling to give my body to another person, you know, to a, a man. And his way of ensuring that is taking her to the garden college. No, and you don't have to do all that. And my thing is, like, why that's not embarrassing get, a little bit to uh, me. Go get an STD check, you know, something, something. Like of that. Because, like I said, there's other ways besides vaginal intercourse to have sexual pleasure. I mean, she, they, that's absolutely true. That's why I'm like, I wouldn't just be focusing it in on, like, I wouldn't even make that type of statement personally and embarrass my daughter like that, first of all. Like, that's kind of how I feel. Like, nah, that, I don't think that was okay. I think he was kind of out of line. I mean, what he does with his child is what he does, but I think that um, I would have kept that one to myself and the family, personally. Like, that's kind of weird. I'm just thinking about, like, had my dad been taking me, making me go to the giant gynecologist every year for a checkup. Like, my mom didn't even do that. Like, And they, well, then, when you make comments like that, you got the people that's coming in, like, oh, your parents, they care about you, or for a lot of things, a lot of guys are saying is, oh, y'all didn't grow up without a dad. Oh, whatever. And it's like... Yeah, like, shut up. It's just because y'all was fucking at 13. Exactly. I don't want neither one of my kids. Like The whole concept, I feel like... I feel like what T.I. was saying, he's doing that something for Tiny to be doing. With, yeah, like, or her yeah. own mother. Yeah, because, I mean, why, 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 just why? And That's how I feel, like, just, why? And like you said, are you doing this with your sons as well? Are they going to get routine checkups? Are you making sure that they're keeping their virginity until they're 21? As, it's, it's, it's just... It's a va- and she's an adult at this point. She's eighteen, and it's an invasion of her privacy, and it, it's embarrassing. That's what it is. It's, um, it's exactly it's it embarrassing. Is weird. It's just weird. I, I, it's weird. It's just absolutely weird. If you I will me. say, I have a statement that he made though, because you know he went on the red table talk, of course, with right. you He's know Jada and his mom. Yes. Yeah. So he said um, a quote that he said um, was. Let me set the record straight. I was never in any exam room. That was an assumption of falsity. Um, oh, I cannot stand it. <laughs> and I can just imagine him saying it. Yes. I saw the interview. <laughs> he said, I never said it was being done present day as an 18-year-old. I never said her mother wasn't present, end quote. I just, it's just still, it's, even if my mom was doing it, I would still be like, that's unnecessary, mom, like. I don't need to go to the doctor every day, every year to prove to you that I'm still a virgin. Like, and like, I mean, either just get you're rich, so I'm gonna benefit from you. Regardless either way, you give me my own. That's why, like, you don't have to give me a million dollars. Like, that's weird. And then to 21 at that, she's technically an adult at the age of 18. Like, it's just I don't know. It made me feel uneasy. I'm not saying he's right or wrong, but it made me feel uneasy for so do you her. Think that. In general, I mean, do you think that parents should be that involved in their child's 
personal life at that age. Like with this, with this, if she was 14, would it have hit different? I mean, I don't know if I would go to the extremes of having my daughter's hymen checked, you know, especially on a regular basis. If she gave me reason to, you know, believe that I needed to do something like that, then yeah. But I don't think that's something I would do on a yearly basis to check and make sure because it's like once if it's broken, you know, we go one year, then, you know, now we got to have that conversation. So it's like I'd rather upfront <laughs> tell my children, like, when you are when you feel like you're ready to take that step, come talk to me first. Like, maybe I can try to educate you. I'm still going to try to sway you from doing it. But, like, before you just out here and just do it, like, with some little just random little knucklehead boy, knucklehead girl, like, you know, make sure it's a decision that you want to do and that that person didn't pressure you into it or your friends didn't pressure you into feeling like you needed to do it. Like, do it on your own time. Like, when you're comfortable, when you're ready. And I would hope that they would have that conversation with me before they did. I mean, thinking back at that age, that's a hard conversation to have. I was never able to have that open conversation with my mom, but also because... I can't necessarily say that it was raised in an open conversation type of household either, though. It's like, you do what I say because I'm your parent and it's that, that you know, and that's I mean, it. That's yeah, it. and that's yeah. it. That's I want to have a bit more of an open line of communication with my children so that they do trust me and feel comfortable. I'd rather them come and talk to me before they do some shit than go talk to one of their knucklehead friends, like I said. Like still, a little. So even, even then, I mean, like, just being at that age, like, that fear of just like the reaction you don't want to upset your parents of course not you but i mean i definitely understand you on like that open line of communication i want to have that with my boys as well i don't have daughters thank god girl (laughs) i got one of each so i mean but even then though with the boys it's like i gotta worry about y'all chasing after all these little little fast girls and I ain't going on neither one of my kids. I'm clink clink, but I ain't gonna be that much of a clink clink to the point where I'm out here, like I said. They're definitely gonna understand the consequences. It's like, okay, yeah. I, I don't wanna be that parent, but I also wanna be that parent, like, all right, so if you out here fucking, you're either gonna get an STD and it's gonna burn when you pee, or, <laughs> or, or you're gonna get a girl pregnant. You gotta take care of a baby. You have to take care of the baby, and I'm not gonna help you, or see both. So, the choice is yours, you know what I mean? Like them them the only them the only consequences, the only good like I mean not the good things, but them the only things that come from fucking that's what I'm gonna tell my kids. I'm gonna them the only things that come from there ain't no pleasure. It's either pain or responsibility. But that's how I do feel though. Like, because you want to take protect your babies from the world, no matter you know, boy or girl. Like, you just want to protect your babies, like as long as you can. But you also, at the same time, can't shelter them so much that when you finally do let them free, they go wild either. Like, that's and all. That's, like, that, that's what that's what I was getting behind. Like when I was saying, "Hey man, she probably gets some good head." Because I mean, with that type of pressure growing up like that, you would think, and I would think, hell. I mean, a kid will break under pressure. She her curiosity is gonna get the best of her, you know. And her being, you know, Ti's daughter, and and she's a pretty girl. I mean, it's just like ain't ain't no telling if what type of other thing she's getting pressured into doing. You so worried about mm-hmm. this? What about this and that? You know, I mean, but again, he's playing the well, I never said this card, and y'all jump to assumption card. So, but. Again, with you never denying it, I mean, it was just um, it was just really, like I said, kind of weird to me personally. Um, nah, I don't think I need my dad doing that <laughs> at all. Like, I don't like you want me to do what? Like, nah. I'll go to a clinic and get this checkup real quick. Yeah. I'll go, you know, get the STD routine thing done and all that extra stuff. But as far as taking my child to the gynecologist and having her get yearly pap smears just to make sure she's still a virgin. I think for me, maybe it was because it came from a father, maybe, you know, compared to if a mother had said that. 
like, because it makes you just instantly, like, the image is just, like, instantly, like, my dad that's taking me to the gynecologist. Like, if that's private for me, even to have to go to, you Ooh, know, yeah. the doctor and you have to discuss anything about my privates. Like, I don't want to discuss that with my dad necessarily, honestly. Like, even if he's just waiting in the waiting room. Yeah. Like, it's, awkward. it's awkward. Like, that's something that I would really only, that I have only have done that with my mom. Like, that's just weird. Like, bro, really, don't even ask my dad to buy my feminine products, man. You know? and like, but you should open, like I said, also be able to be transparent trans- with your children in general. Yeah, I mean, but not that transparent, Dad. Like, I, I'm gonna go with Tiny on this one. Like, can she just go with me and say she'll come back and report to you? Like, the papers can't lie. If it say it's broke, it's broke. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll yeah. be here now. Like, I'll let you know, Ted. Yeah. I was like, I ain't trying to go to that with my daddy done. So as far as um, boys, like, so reverse the roles. How do you, how do you go and make sure (laughs) a boy outside of getting the STD check is keeping his word on being a virgin, you know? So, I mean, that's a hard thing. I don't think there is no way. Yeah. Not scientifically. So I'm pretty sure that's his little clap back way. He also do you do that with your sons? He's like, well, I can't, you know. Cause but do you I, take them to get checkups and all that, like you said too? Yeah, yeah. they getting that STD check and all that. But seeing they can get why, that from the mouth too. Right, 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 right. True. I was gonna say that's why they always preach and practicing condoms, but you ain't little fast mouth girls. You can get gonorrhea in the throat for sure. <laughs> Look, these little fast girls. Nah, I don't want to need them. One of my kids. I'm trying to keep them virgins as long as they can, but I'm not trying to necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, what I, I don't even know. Yeah, there is no way to, to search for a, a boy and, and check and see other than a test. Well, at least I think you out here fucking, you think I'll get that Q-tip in the day. Something, look. And my mom, that's, and that's how, think about how he would feel. Like, mom, that's embarrassing. That's, nope. And that's the same way a girl, you know. I'm sure that's how T.I.'s daughter felt. She deleted her uh, Instagram and all type of stuff. I mean, because she was embarrassed. That shit's embarrassing. Like, now everybody knows one big old virgin. Her inbox probably blew up. Yeah, that's what I was like. Why would you even say that on air? Even if they did do that. Like, that's, we should have never known that to be able to analyze it, is what I say. Like, we should have never known that. You're being too transparent with your fans now. Like, we shouldn't know that those type of personal things about your child. That would have embarrassed the hell out of me. Yeah, I'd have stopped talking to my dad. I'd have been like, man. Like, why would you? You I'm just, cool. out of I all the things you had own. to talk about, you had yeah. to talk about my pussy? For real. Talk about your wife's. Mm. Man, somebody. Are we tired of hearing about that? And seeing that. Girl. I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this segment on up. Um, but T.I., just know, if you ever hear this, just know you you, you, you was out of line. You was out of deep pocket. Inside <laughs> out, shall I say. <laughs> uh, on that one, bro. Just um, have that same energy with your sons as well, though, for real. Mm, that part. That part. So go ahead, y'all already know. Go ahead, roll up, pull up, do what you got to do, kick your feet up, and get ready for the next segment. And I just want to give a big shout-out to all those that continue to listen and support our podcast. Continue, continue, continue. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Tell your mammy, tell your grandmammy, your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, your friends, tell your spouse. Just tell everybody, you know. Be like, hey, have you heard you of heard that blase, blase? blase? <laughs> <laughs> Be like, hey, hey, you can look that up on Spotify. We, they on Apple. They on Google. You know, tell them all that. I tell them all my coworkers and everybody. Man, check me out. All right, <laughs> y'all. All right, y'all. Tune in. What's going on, y'all? We back at it with the next segment of yeah. the episode. And this segment here, um, it's, 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 it's a little bit more serious, I will say. Um, Recently, we had a mother, uh, let me go, I got the article here. The video has been removed um, from Facebook, Twitter, and all such sites since. But um, it happened in Baymont, Texas. I thought it was Decatur. So let me correct myself on that. Um, A mother in Baymont, Texas was arrested 
and taken into custody. And behind that, uh, five kids was removed from her custody as well after she was seen in a viral video whooping her son with a belt and and talking to him like a piece of trash, basically, like he was some some, some guy on the street. Uh, it says the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services confirms that four children have been removed from the home of the mother seen in a viral video hitting one of her sons with the belt at school. The fifth child, who is a year old and currently staying in Houston, will be taken into custody of the Family and Protective Services, according to the spokesperson for the agency. DFPS and BISD police have been investigating the incident at Homer Drive Elementary School. The video posted on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter has since been removed from all three sites, but not before more than a million people watched it. The video shows a mom on the school's campus clearly looking for her son. She locates him in the cafeteria and is seen pulling him by the collar to a courtyard outside. The video shows her hitting the boy with a belt several times. Through through tears, the boy is forced to apologize to a woman who appears to be his teacher, and he is hit with the belt. The woman is seen cussing at the boy and using the N-word multiple times. The woman and her friend are both seen in the video wearing school visitor badges. It's unclear who was recording the incident. Jefferson County District Attorney Bob Worthman tells 12 News that there were no marks, that there were no marks on the child. He says the language heard in the video is unacceptable and that his office is looking into exactly what they can do. As the district was made aware of the situation, administrators contacted the appropriate enforcement agencies and the matter is under investigation. BISD spokesperson Hannah Louet told 12 News in an email, Homer Drive Elementary Principal Dr. Belita Richardson George posted on Facebook Wednesday night saying, we do not condone this type of behavior from our parents, teachers, or our scholars. This matter is under investigation. The state will hold a hearing in 14 days to decide whether the mom should regain custody. If they are removed, a status hearing will be held to allow the children's parents a chance to make their case in court. Jazzy, you saw the video, right? I did, I did, I did. Do you think she <sighs> should get her kids back? What do you think about the whole situation? I was definitely disturbed when I when I saw it. The verbal for one, it just was like wow. And the way she whooped him, beat him at that sense, at that point out in public like that it was just like it was hard to watch definitely it was like well damn like I understand you mad but like damn and then just at school like that like when I first seen it I don't when I first seen it I was my first thought was I've been whooped worse but it was the verbal it was the nigga I killed you nigga like when she was like nigga I kill you nigga motherfucking nigga who nigga this nigga yeah. that like it was that that drove me insane I was like she was talking to him like he was a nigga in the streets and I was just like well damn right like, like what did he do money. that bad yeah like she was bucking to him and everything I was like okay so what what do you think about the whole situation of her of her losing custody of him and her other children I don't know her background by any means. So, I mean, I don't know if I can really pass much judgment on that in general. Because I don't know their she, whole life. It didn't state that, you know, there were any prior incidents or anything like that. Right. And we don't know if she just was pissed the fuck off that day about some shit that he did. And he maybe been getting in trouble or something. But like you said, the verbal and all that, that was the part that made me be like, well, damn, like. You ain't that mad as you. And then at the school, like that, that too. Like, I done got my ass beat a many a times at school, but never like that. Never in such fashion. <laughs> so it was just I was like, going to say, I, I recall growing up in the era, our parent, you embarrass me, I'm going to embarrass you. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I've gotten my ass beat in public a many a times. I'm not saying that, but it was never to that extent. That was just like, damn. 
I feel like, um, and, and, and also after, you know, like just listening to the article and the reports, the child wasn't left marked or bruised. So, what I mean, the whooping looked bad, but with that flimsy raggedy belt, I mean, it broke after like two licks. I mean, it ain't even the whooping for me so much. It's the, like you said, the verbal, like. She, especially when she said nigga I kill you like she like she crossed, crossed the line for me on that part I was like okay like you're not that mad though like okay like he's six you mad yeah he yeah food. you gonna kill him like yeah and to me it was a big like and then it was like you showing out you got your friend yeah recording and shit like you teach her to see that uh he ain't finna act like this around me like he big bad like no. okay but still like the the verbal was excessive. I think I think she deserves to get her kids back. I think she deserves to get them back after you know some counseling. Uh, she know, definitely can use some counseling. I think she yeah, family classes or something like that along the lines of that. Um, I just I grew up getting way worse whoopings. I that whooping I'm like oh that oh, okay. I, I'd have looked at my mom like, all right, I'm just going to give you a tear so you don't keep hitting me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was because I'm just saying, I've had my ass towed out to the flow. Literally beat to the flow. Like, we we used to get our asses whooped growing nah, up. That sounds like we all have. I just... and it was, My no, mom ain't never just talked to me like that either, though. Like, yeah, well, shit, shit me, shit me, shit. I didn't shit me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say. Shit me. And that's the problem, though. Because yeah, that's not okay. That toxic behavior is passed down from generation to generation. And now it's getting to the point where folks is like, we can't even whip our kids no more. They locking us up. And it's like, y'all mad because y'all can't abuse y'all kids anymore? Like, you don't even just have to, because trust me, I got kids that I whoop and it don't work. Like, so, let's just start there. Like, that's not even, like, the number one solution is to just whoop your kid. That shit don't work, especially when they're younger. Like, that shit don't do nothing at all. Like, but it's, like, let's make it healthy to talk to our kids, to even when we upset or whatever, like, you don't just, we don't, we don't have to just beat our kids, like, because that's what it is. Like, you beating their ass because you mad, basically. And it don't necessarily be having to be that, like, Let's try to make it healthy to, you know, converse with our kids, talk out their problems. You know, like one of the first things I try to say to the kids, like, I understand you mad, but that's not how you get to handle your, you know, that's not how you get to handle it. You don't get to act like that. You don't get to fall out and everything because you don't get your way. At the same time, repetitive behavior would not be tolerated. So, I mean. No, like they don't get their ass up every now and then. Discipline your kids, but the whole recording it and. And like just the excessive shit behind it, like and who added, posted it? Just all of that, just that the toxic toxicity of the whole thing, like was just beyond. It was yeah. beyond level a hundred on that shit. And I mean, I hopefully it's a reality check for her. Absolutely, she opens her eyes and be like, "Shit, I can't." You know, I gotta, I gotta be a better person for my kids. You know, I can't just be going off on them. I can't be calling them niggas. Yeah. I'm going to be killing them. Because that's how they're, when they get mad, guess what? That's how they're going to react. That's exactly how they're going to react. That's why I'll be saying that. On another note, though, I do want to compare this situation to another <laughs> recent, can be recent incident that happened just kind of... So, um, we had an incident that happened in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, between a teacher and a student. Uh, the student was a 14-year-old freshman. He was a male. And uh, the teacher was a female. Now, uh, the altercation all started because the student had his phone out. And he he didn't want to put it away. When the teacher saw that he had his phone out, she asked, can you put your phone away? And he got Maldi back saying why it ain't bothering nobody. And she said, it's bothering me. And the altercation began from there. They stood up, got in each other's faces. The young man 
he he punched her. And from there, she treated him like a rag doll. Uh-huh. Did what? She treated him like a rag doll. She <laughs> tossed him, like, you know, like the principal from goddamn Matilda. I mean, she man. Really, she really, she really, she really was, and the way she dropped her jacket, like. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, she, yeah, she, she's from the hood somewhere. <laughs> I was like, hey, I was like, holy shit. I mean, she really tossed this, this man, this young man into a few desks. <laughs> um, now, do you think she deserves to teach again in the classroom? I don't think it's a matter of does she deserve to. For one, she said it was wrong because she's the adult. But I feel like it's a double-edged sword for her because I don't think, you know, she just would go around and just hit on students. Like, but you should also keep, you know, teach your, your children to keep their hands to themselves as well, um, for sure. Because this, this young man decided he was a grown man and punched this woman. Was it in her face, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's the, all, like the ultimate disrespect. Because you think about, had that been you as a, as a child or had that been your child, what would you have said if your child, you find out that one of your children punched the teacher in the face because they told them to put their phone away? I'd That's have my child in the what? Like, period. I would have beat his little ass. Basically. I mean, so that's no, you don't ever disrespect no damn teacher like that. Now, unless they've been to put their hands on you first. Something in that sense. Like, if they just was to punch you or something like that, I mean, hey. Did you whoop her ass? <laughs> Look. <laughs> you hell. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, but I don't think it would just be to that extreme. Like, so these it's children. One of those situations, are though, where it's like, all right, she go ahead and go to some counseling and she, she can go back to the classroom. I think she could go back to a classroom. Maybe she might want to work with her kids. You know, I think definitely a different school if she wants yeah, to be for able sure. to return to the classroom. For sure. Um, we have to think that I, I can't help but think back when we were in high school. It's a few teachers asked I want the work. Not even that. It was a few teachers that I know we as students drove them there man. to where they could have easily treated us like how she treated that young man. And man. Oh, Miss Seeley. I just... <laughs> I mean, and I saw her some years after high school. Um, it was a little bit after I had my first son. And the first thing I told her was sorry. I was just like, I am so sorry. Like, I was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I was a complete asshole. Like, you were just so sensitive. And it's just, you were just an emotional wreck at all times. And you, I, you don't know what people are going through until you keep on living. You know, yeah. and, and it's like I was just like, and she was like, "It's okay, honey." Like, stay in touch a little bit every now and then. Like, she she was a good person, you know. No matter how much hell we gave her as students, she she, she cared about what the hell she was doing and about you in general as a person. And it's like then though it was like I ain't trying to hear all that. Remember, shit. she used like, to make you make you go rest off the lotion if you put on lotion in your hands. Yeah, well, she had that allergy. Class. Yeah, people put on them, that Victoria's Secret sweet pea, all that stuff. And she was allergic to like perfume, like, like everything. I think latex, everything. Everything, yeah, she was. So it was like, man, you petty. <laughs> he ran you to some non-sensitive lotion. That like, nah, man, she used to kill me with that. Like, man, but my hands ashy because I just washed them. Like. <laughs> he ran you to some non-sensitive Some lubriderm non-sensitive. Man. Vaseline. Right? <laughs> Fucking with this thing. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be greasy, <laughs> fuck up, <boy. laughs> man. But so 
like straight petroleum jelly. For real, though. Bless her heart. So, like, I, I think I instantly think back to stuff like that because I'm like, what? I mean, this teacher, she was going through some other stuff, I feel like. But I think, wasn't she a substitute teacher? It wasn't. She was, uh, she was standing in in that classroom. She, okay. She teaches. She was a teacher at that school. She was just standing in at that classroom at the time. She that wasn't her normal classroom. She I bet was, you ain't nobody in her class never swung on her. I mean, <laughs> clearly not. I mean, <laughs> or just didn't get recorded. <laughs> she probably like they know she probably don't play no games in her classroom. She came in that class and was like, nah, I ain't for none of the shit. She, I mean, she's probably a good teacher, you know, just follow the rules. Yeah, that's why I like, didn't, yeah. He felt like he didn't have to probably because the normal teacher wasn't in there, and you know how that go. I mean, it just, you know how kids, but yeah, just feel like they can do what they want anyway. Like, you think of how we was, like you said, at that age, like, uh, at the end of the day, I'm like, you could have just put your phone away. Like, you didn't have to, like, end up, it didn't have to get as far as it got. It didn't have to get to the point where you were still enough on your teacher, like. At all. You're not supposed to have your phone because at the end of the day, that's the first thing I would have said is his mother coming up there. Well, why did you have your phone now? What were you doing? Were you making an emergency call? Was something wrong with you? Like, was you calling me? Then why you couldn't just put your phone away? Like, and I would have beat his ass in that day. That day, look. I that wonder, day, though, I'm like, was his phone just like sitting on the desk and he wasn't even using it? Still, you're not supposed to have him. Like, you know. No, from what I saw in the video, he just had his phone, like, out, and he, like, I ain't putting it away because I don't have to, and it's like, but you do. (laughs) And that's why I can't work with nobody's kids, because, but put your phone away. Hey, see? I'm like, you know what? I've been just walked out. I didn't understand why she just didn't, like, you know. We had our teachers that was quick pull that damn cord. Security. (laughs) Security. You know, just get out of my classroom. You know, these kids, we don't, as harsh as this may sound, you don't have to go back and forth and cater like completely to, because a lot of these kids are spoiled. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I would have never sat there and went back and forth with him. I just said, like, get out of my classroom. Yeah. Like period. It's like it could have went a lot of different ways. And these type of situations though definitely um, make me take a step back and look in the mirror like, all right, time and place gotta control that anger. Man. Especially when you're dealing with kids. I've worked with kids before. I love working with kids though. So I've never had any type of situations to that extreme to where I want to fight a kid and even if a kid did punch me in the face I don't think I would have reacted as such I might maybe put him in the half or full Nelson maybe hem them up real quick I wouldn't have thrown the child though <laughs> like, I would have just, 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 just beat his ass like, <laughs> yeah no I wouldn't have did that I would have dropped my jacket and booted up with the child no. nah if that motherfucker was my size different story he was her size, like, and she's a woman, <laughs> like, at that, like, <laughs> fuck that, like, I would have looked through my jacket down too and whooped his little ass, but I would have <laughs> took my belt off, like, oh, hold on, because I got fucking children, my kids don't swing on me, like, the fuck you thought this was, little boy? Yeah. My own children, I'm somebody's mama, like, the fuck? <laughs> Don't ever disrespect me like that. Now call your mama. I'm about to whoop her ass too. Like in that order. <laughs> yeah, I just went after Like I'm over. sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> call whoever you need to call. The only person I would have told sorry was the judge. Like I'm, I'm sorry, judge, but I lost it. His mama better tell him to keep his damn hands to himself. Don't like you. Don't ever disrespect your teacher like that. Like the hell is wrong with you? Especially over something like that. Like I said, if it's the warranted. Body. Yeah, if she been to put her hands on you, been to slapped you or did some extra shit like that, then like I said, I hope you won. Like, and now I'm about to whoop her ass for the audacity. But in that sense, like, <laughs> meek my moved her ass. Like, he thought he was. Like, she meek my piss ass. Yes, she did. She, I mean, like, she, man, I'm telling she you, she was ass. <laughs> that nigga flew like red off of Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Small bike, nigga. 
I swear to God, I was like, oh my. What? <laughs> I, I knew it was on when she I dropped that Jackie, jacket. I, kept I was like, oh, that video. I swear I kept replaying it. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be this childish. But I just kept replaying it because I was like, yo, she is serious, bro. Like, she, the way she dropped that jacket was just everything. Like, she probably sick of them damn kids at that school. She was probably so sick of them damn kids. You gotta like, be. Y'all done picked the right one today. I'm just like, trying to really They really did. They I was trying to watch my right own one. damn classroom. Y'all done asked me to come in here and watch this class. These other kids. This is why I'm going back to my own classroom. Look. <laughs> now she ain't got no classroom. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I don't hate out. out. Like, nah. I would have pulled that cord like, I'm not about to deal with this shit. Hey, uh. Get somebody to watch that class. So, do you think the young boy deserved to be arrested and juvenile, juvenile charges with battery? I think they both should definitely get some type of, you know, repercussions Corporal for sure. Punishment. Corporal punishment, yeah. Like, because for one, she is the adult at the end of the day. You have to hold restraint. It is a child. <sighs> to be politically correct. But on the other side, he has no business putting his hands on on his teacher at all. That's not okay. And Your son gonna learn school, today. Yeah, at this point, you're in high school, like you said. You know better. You know better. Nah, you gonna learn today if you don't. Yeah, basically. He would have been suspended, probably expelled at that point. Like you definitely probably would have got expelled, <laughs> like if not suspended for like half the school year. You know they would have did that ten day suspension. Then you gotta put, you gotta be put up for exposure. Yeah, all of that. Cause what? That's how it went back in my day. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> We're not even gonna talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but see, in my case, though, I was innocent. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I was self. I was defending myself. That's why I didn't get expelled. This is true. You know. So, but um. We're going to go ahead and wrap this segment up. I hope y'all enjoyed this one. Uh, again, to all parents and adults working with children, count to 10, take a deep breath, sigh, do whatever it is. Just on, on a serious note, we as adults, the kids are always watching us. We got to do better to control our anger. We definitely have to watch how we talk to our kids and what we say to our children. At all Absolutely. Times. At all times. Um but until then, you already know what to do. Go ahead, sit back, pull up, roll up, and uh, get ready for the next segment. Hey. Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? What's happening? Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get started and jump right on into the last segment of the show. Uh, this episode, uh, not this episode, ooh, ooh, I might be a little tipsy. You all right over there? Look. Yeah, 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 don't mind me. This segment is um, about good old relationships, and we always got to bring in that relationship topic. Uh, this one here, I saw this post on social media and uh, the question stemmed, and I'm going to read it um, directly because it was a good one. Uh, let's see. Dang, where it go? I just had it. <laughs> it's gone. Anyway, I remember the question. Um, it had asked... You know how men are expected, uh, especially husbands, they're expected to put their wife before their mothers, before the kids. Uh, when it comes to the wife, is she expected to do the same? Is she expected to put her husband before her children or do the children come first? And, and why or why not? Um, I instantly thought when I saw the question, it just it depends on how you grew up. Jazz, uh, Jazz what do you think? I think that it depends on I'll say two different situations one because I'm not married to my children's father Mm so in a sense of if I were married then I would say that my husband comes first because my children are an extension of him 
But I think that when you say first, people automatically equate that as you're going to have to be put in a situation where you have to choose one or the other. Like when people say who gets the first plate and all that, it's like nobody because we all sit down together and like I'll make the plates. We all sit at the table and eat together. It's not a sense of daddy get the first plate or the kids get the first plate. Like So in that sense, I would say the husband because ultimately the children are an extension of him. And, you know, if the head of the households, you know, the mother and the father are good, then the kids are nine times out of ten going to be good, too. Now, with me being a single mother and going into a situation where it would be, you know, I would be gaining the husband. It's a little harder to decide because I'm so used to always choosing my children, like, first in anything. It's not a first or second type of thing because it is just them. Like, my whole sole purpose is I'm taking care of them. So, if I was put in a certain situation, yeah, it does make you feel like, you know, your children come first. But I just think that it doesn't really have to be a sense of who comes first. Like, because we're all one at the same at the end of the day, personally. Uh, I want to go back on to what you said. Uh, my children are an extension of us mm-hmm. my husband and myself um so if we're not good they're not good so uh when I go to answer the question I'm gonna say well my husband you know because if he's not okay if he can't take care of us then my kids can't be taken yeah. care of that's instantly how I begin to think I then think for you know the people in your situation that like you said, you're not married to your kid's father. Um, so, but you, I, again, I would think that the man you do choose to marry, you've spent some time, you've developed some feeling, some emotional, spiritual connection to where that is your light, that is your rock, that's your stability. So if he's not being, if he's not okay, then the, your kids are because that's, essentially who's going to be providing for you and your kids. Right. Um, I do like the way you think about it as like, well, we're all one. We all sit down at the table as one. We eat as one. But our, my kids, they not clocking a nine to five. They not paying any bills, you know. So it's up for me to take care of them. And mm-hmm. again, if we're not able to get up and clock, punch the clock or, you know, having if we can't have a good mental day, you know, like, you know, we need all of that. We are still human. Even though we have to take care of the next human life, we still need to be okay for ourselves. So mentally and physically, I need to make sure my husband is okay. Mm -hmm. As I do myself, I make sure that I am okay because if I know we're okay, my kids is okay. Right. It it took me a while though to kind of, and it's, I'm still growing, you know, growing out of, growing out of it to where I, I'm putting myself first. I'm giving myself time first because mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, my kids, my kids, my kids, you know, they, they come first. But no, I need to take the time out and put time aside for myself first to make sure I'm good so they yeah, good. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you know, like, that's it, it is an order of operations to me. Um, so I, I, I like to see those type of questions because you, this this generation weird <laughs> it is like it's weird and it is you get a lot of people that's like oh my kids my kids my kids you a fool that you put your man first you put see it's not just my man that's my husband though and i think it's the way that people are thinking of it the perception of you by you putting that person first that you're neglecting the other people or you're putting them second as a sense of like a oh they're not my priority it's like Say if you have, if your husband works third shift or whatever like that, mm-hmm. and the kids are at home, you're going to make sure that the kids are being quiet so that he can get his rest and whatnot. And even when you eat, if, if you cook dinner before he get a chance to get out of there, you know, then you're going to make sure, you know, he eats, he has his food. But that don't mean that the children are going without either. Like he's going to be in the party, sat down and ate his dinner. He's going to already have his food put away for him to take to work for lunch and all that while he at work. And then, you know, the kids, we, we going to all sit down and eat like, and we're going to eat as a family. Like, I don't know. It is weird. Like, I don't, I don't sometimes understand that question. Cause it's like, why does it have to be a choice 
like at what point would you have to choose between your husband or even if it's your man if y'all created that bond like well you got to choose between them and your children like just hypothetically speaking now I don't I I hate that I'm even like I have even thought this question and I would by no means ever want to be put in this situation but it's damn near almost like the question is asking if the boat sink who you gonna save and that's like what like everybody I guess we're gonna all die together because like my husband go like look because my husband I feel like would do the same as well he's not gonna make a choice between his children and his wife like because those and I wouldn't want nobody to make no type of choice like that. In that like, sense, if I was to really sit, like answer that question, I would by no means make sure my kids is okay because me and my husband done lived our life longer than them. So even if I gotta die too, like yeah, that's what I'm like, kids, we, yeah, like <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like nigga, we both about to die then, like because, so these kids can live, like they gotta right. live on our legacy, like but, exactly. You better not choose between like me or the kids, like because I'm hold all y'all, like <laughs> I'm holding all y'all. We all going together. Look, nah, that's kind of how it was on the bird box, though. She was like, "Look, shit, we all gonna stay blindfolded then. Look, ain't nobody peeking." We just gonna all we gonna thug it out. Either we gonna make it or we not. It only kill you if you look at the shit anyway. So shit. Basically, they gonna blow wind at us and all that, blow us around and shit. We gotta walk through this shit. Like, nah, do not take the damn blindfold off. Okay, I'm gonna beat your ass. Look, (laughs) good analogy. I like that. I like that. That's a great analogy. That is a great analogy. But like I was saying, like this generation, like it's just, I feel like. There's a lack of morals. I don't even know if it's morals. Like the world sometimes make people makes people feel hardened and everything, like and their experiences. It's just the shit is definitely really for me weird and I oftentimes feel like I'm not necessarily like a part of this world. Like (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I feel like an alien, like Yeah, I'm like, Y'all weird down here. For yeah, real. Doing- <laughs> like, oh, I hate it here. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like y'all be doing some weird shit. Like, uh. and it's it, it, and then also though, like it goes back to remember when we had the debate about um, the fifty fifty on bills. Yeah, it's like it's like why does it got to be fifty fifty? Like everybody makes sure the house good and we good. Nobody wants a broke nigga or a broke bitch. Like, period. At the end of the day. Everybody like, play their role. Damn. Like early way I look at it, I I don't nobody want no don't no female I don't want a broke man. And don't uh, no man want no female that can't cook. So none like, of that. Who can't take care of home, home, clean up. So if we all just come together, like you said, play our part, then what's fifty fifty if everybody doing what the hell they supposed to do? That's fifty fifty to me. <laughs> me like right. everybody playing their role accordingly, like but then you got the whole pe- folks. What's you know, your role? Gender roles don't exist type uh, thing. So, and I'm not saying even when I say a role, it's not like, oh, the woman should every day clean everything. The man should never have to touch a, like that extreme. Like, nah, like everybody play their role as in we're all adults around here. I'm going to play my role as the woman around this house. But also at the same time, you are an adult. So don't do shit like just throw your shit on the fucking floor like you can't pick it up. Like, because I wouldn't do that myself. Like, right. everybody play their role. If I got to pay a bill here or there, whatever bills I got, I'm not concerned with whatever bills I got to pay because I already pay my own bills as it is right now by myself. So it's not like, oh, you got to pay every single thing and I'm not going to pay anything. Like, nigga, as long as we making sure these motherfucking bills is paid, these kids is good. Like, what's 50-50? 50-50 is us putting in 50-50 effort in the relationship to me. Right. Basically. Yeah. That's what the focus should be instead of the brand. Like what the fuck? <laughs> no, that's why I'm like, y'all weird, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna not just pay bills because now I got a nigga like oh he supposed to pay everything. Like bitch, that's how you gonna be on the street because <laughs> <laughs> <Real quick, laughs> when like, y'all get that eviction notice, y'all gonna both be on the corner. Looking down. Yeah, nah, nigga. If my nigga fall off, like I'm gonna be there to pick him up, and I would hope the same vice versa. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm not from here, so fall home. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode, and we hope you guys enjoy this one. Uh, man, be sure, like, especially if you guys tune in on apps like Breaker to comment, leave reviews. You can go to Facebook and leave comments. Hit us up in the DM. Uh, we need some stories for legit not shit. I have a handful of them oh. goddamn things. I think we're just going to have to have a whole segment about that because living down here, let me tell you, Totally different world. You motherfuckers in Atlanta is weird, yo. The uh, generation alone is weird, but like inside that, these motherfuckers down here in Atlanta is just weird. Inside that circle of weird, you feel me? Everybody, like, <laughs> everybody just weird, yo. And I just be like, okay, wow. But uh, be sure you know you tune in on our. Oh shit! Also, we finally got our Instagram page up. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you um, go ahead and go to Instagram and follow us at Bold Loud and Still Excellent. Bold period, loud period, and so on. You, you you'll see it. It'll pop up, um, or you can look up our name, Blase Blase. So also catch us on, you know, we on all the platforms. We've got about 10 of them at this point. We got the IG, Facebook. You can catch us at Stitcher, Breaker, any of them. Get on there, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go check us out. And it's Blase Blase. Peace.